you know what, Hosehead? Autumn has always been one of my favorite times of the year. What about you? Yeah, I've liked it too. What's your favorite part about it? Oh, man. It's, it's a little bit of everything. I love hanging up our spooky decorations around the arcade and everything. Mm. And Oh, it's very, very spooky. I love the orange lights. I love the, the jack-o'-lanterns. By the way, did you buy our jack-o'-lantern, eh? Um, no. You... You were, uh, that was your job. You were supposed to get what? it this no, year. No, I bought a watermelon no. instead because you can you uh. can eat a watermelon. You can't eat a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, you can float on it too from the last <laughs> That was good. That was really good. <laughs> you hoser, I can't believe you forgot that jack-o'-lantern, eh? Well, well, we got a water, we got a melon <laughs> lantern instead of a jack-o'-lantern, a melon-o'-lantern. Oh, geez. You, oh, yeah, that because that sounds good, you hoser. Uh, well, we can we, eat it after, though. That's the cool part. That's true. That's true. And they're still in season, I think. Yeah, exactly. All the pumpkins are too <laughs> small right now anyway. Yeah, no kidding. You know, I was going to put some fake spider webs up, and, you know, we, we got some real ones here at the arcade. We'll just use those, eh? Yeah, we'll just uh, <laughs> we'll just catch some flies and some bugs and throw them in there and be like, come on, guys, expand a little bit. <laughs> oh, good deal. Well, you know what? I heard that uh, Stan, you know, he... Once again, you know, last year he opened up the drive-in, and I heard right next to the drive-in and the, the cemetery he opened up a skating rink, man. Oh, dude, is it almost Stantoberfest already? Yeah, I know. I, I heard the music at the new roller rink is not great, so you want to go check it out? Oh, yeah, let's go. We can't have a bad Stantoberfest with horrible music. Nah, no kidding. We, we got to save the party, eh? We got to save right. the grand opening. Kids, that was the Kenosha Kickers. Oh, Stan, what are you playing polka for? It's almost Halloween. That's what all the kids love, and it's almost Oktoberfest. Oh, you stop it, cheese. You need to go back to the wing place, eh? Make us wings. Oh, whatever. Like, you guys could do any better. Oh, yeah? Well, it's funny you, you, you should say so, because guess what? We can, eh? We got we got some spooky songs on our playlist that we can play for here at this rock and roller rink. Really really get the people, uh, the, the place of cooking, eh? That's right, Stan. We got some cool tunes that's gonna bring all the ladies to your place. That's right. Good day and good gaming, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Retro Junkie Super Show. I'm your host, Rob, and join me as always on these spooky episodes is my main man, my partner in retro gaming crime, Mr. Landon Long. How are you, Hosehead? Hey, man, doing good. Uh, just uh, gearing up for the spooky season. Oh, me too, me too. As we're here in the roller rink, I'm already getting excited because, oh my gosh, this, this is a first for us. We are going to be covering some of our favorite spooky songs, you know, some some things that we wanted to pick that were maybe well-known, but also maybe some obscure ones, too, that, you know, we wanted to just kind of throw out there. And I don't know Landon's picks. He doesn't know my picks. And I didn't get to do as much research on uh, a handful of them than I, as I wanted because it was a crazy busy week. But before we get into all that, my friend, have you been up to anything retro lately? Oh, a little bit, yeah. I've uh, trying to think what all I've done that's been retro lately. Got uh, Shredder's Revenge. I mean, that's not really retro, but Ooh. it's in the theme of retro. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, it's like mine and Lola's go-to game here lately. Like that's all me and her have been playing <laughs> together. Like every time she gets the the Switch out, she's like, "Hey, let's play Turtles." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're raising it right, my friend. 
Yeah, and she likes Donatello. Donatello's her favorite. Oh, wow. Girl after my own heart, eh? She likes his color, too. Like, purple's her favorite color. And then I told her kind of what he did. And she's like, yeah, he's pretty cool. I think he's the best. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't played too much, uh, too many games myself. I found, speaking of Halloween decorations, we started decorating our house the other day and um, went up in the attic and I found a bunch of my old genesis boxes i was running out of shelf space so i took all the games out of the boxes and i just displayed the carts um on a shelf and then i put the boxes up but i forgot that in that same box i had my little portable atari in there so i got it out charged it up and i've been playing a lot of breakout lately been doing a lot of that and haunted house uh, House? spooky vibe no no that's that's a different one oh okay (laughs) (laughs) that was way scarier (laughs) been doing a little bit of that and that's about it i really haven't gotten to play a lot of games in the last few weeks with uh with work and everything else but just doing a little bit when i can in the evenings you know on the little portable wanted to play something uh a little older than the nintendo years so i was like ah break out the 2600 so it's been good to play some breakout some haunted house and i think i played one or two others but oh yars revenge played some of that oh uh, yars revenge is a good one it is a good one. Yeah, I've, I've been really enjoying that. And the battery life on the little guy is, is, is pretty stout. So, But yeah, um, you know, this is the time of the year where Landon and I really, really get excited because I think we didn't really know this about each other until we started doing the podcast that Halloween was probably our favorite season of the year. Yeah, we're big, favorite time of the year. We're big Halloweeners. Halloweeners or Halloween heads. I don't know. <laughs> Halloweeners probably sounds better. <laughs> Definitely sounds better, of course. Uh, yeah, so we were like, you know what, well, let, let's do something we've never done before, and we decided to do this little playlist. So I was thinking we could just kind of rotate, okay. and I guess to just lay it out here, my friend, uh, as we're here in this roller skating rink, and the polka music's off, I'm going to go ahead and give Stan this record first, eh? This is all, all the way back to the 50s, and it's a song called Mr. Werewolf by the Cacti's. Have you ever heard of this one? I've heard, I've never listened to it, but I have heard about it. Mr. All right, all right. Well, it is definitely old school. It's definitely like doo-wop from the 50s. I just randomly found it. Apparently, it's on one of the Chucky movies, or I don't know if there's like a Chucky TV show that's on Netflix now. Who knows? I don't know. Man, there's so many Chucky things out there. He's got like his whole universe, the Chucky-verse. <laughs> he's going right, to have his like own uh, Infinity Saga here. So I'm going <laughs> to add it into our thing here. Okay. Um. All right, so here it is right here. Mr. Werewolf, Mr. Werewolf, please don't give him Mr. Werewolf. song that's upbeat just makes you want to have a good time. She's like, yeah, man, I'm a werewolf, but you know what? We're going to have some fun. (laughs) 
So anyways, you know, I love doo-wop, and it, it sounds really creepy when you have old doo-wop from, a, you know, a band that I don't know if they're known for anything else. It just has that creepy vibe to it. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, but it just really reminds you of the monster movies from the the, the old golden era, you know, right around the, the 40s and 50s. So I did not know about this song, never heard it before until I did some research for this show. So my first pick was Mr. Werewolf from the Cacti. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah. So what about you, Jose? What was your first pick? So my first pick was from one of my favorite, I don't really know if you would call it a horror movie, but it's definitely got suspense and some uh, tension in it. And it kind of got me interested in, in this animal. The first song that I picked was by John Williams, and it is the theme oh. of Jaws. Oh, man. I was going for a classic. Very nice. That song, oh, my gosh. Like, the first time I heard it when I was a kid and saw the shark, like, it made the the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. <laughs> Well, you know, I never saw it as a kid, so oh, I, I'm going to have to... I got to watch the, uh, the like, edited-for-TV version of it, but it was still, like, enough to, like, make me... It was one of those deals where, like, you know when you get kind of scared of something as a kid, but then you get really interested in it? That got me really interested in, like, learning about sharks and stuff. Oh, cool. So you did see it as a kid? I did. I saw it as... I was probably about five or six, and then, like, whenever somebody would get eaten, I had to turn away, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember seeing it. Oh, shoot, there was a clip show once. It was in, like an 80s horror clip show, and they were playing scenes from it. And I think it was the first time I'd ever seen it where the captain gets it at the very end. Yeah. Oh, man, oh. gut-wrenching. Quinn, yes, that's what it was. That, that whole movie is like one of my all-time favorite movies. love how it builds it does like it starts out slow just kind of yes you know every time i hear that i think of the girl who's out there in the ocean swimming at night and she kind of feels something brush up against her leg and then it brushes a little harder and then it just like yanks her under oh you know she's gone and then it's like yeah she ain't coming back nah she's not gonna be in jaws 2 she's not gonna be in jaws 2 3 4 or 8 5 i don't know if they made a fifth one i know they made three <laughs> because three was horrible <laughs> I think 3 was where they tried to do the uh, 3D effects and they captured Jaws and put him in SeaWorld and thought that would be a good idea. 
<laughs> and they use like the corniest special effects for the 3D. It's horrible. In a, in a kind of a fun way, though. Well, you know, that is a great segue to my next pick. But first of all, excellent pick, man. That That's, oh, that's thank a you. well-known thank you. one right there. One that I think, uh, you know, is iconic with that movie and, and just really builds up that suspense and fear that, I mean, it scared me as a kid in the 90s. I couldn't imagine what it did for people in the 70s. Oh, so, gosh. Uh, I mean. Great stuff, there, man. It, it was a good movie. It definitely makes you think twice about going swimming at the ocean. Yes, for sure, for sure. And I always heard, too, and I don't know if this is true, that the actual like machine, the shark itself, oftentimes didn't work. So they had a lot of hard times with that, that first shark in the first movie, too. They did. It to it's, uh, and the, uh, it has a, uh, e- the Jaws has an Easter egg in Finding Nemo. I don't know if you knew that. No. You know the big shark who is the head of the Fisher Friends Not Food organization? Bruce? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what they named the the shark, the mechanical shark on set. His name was Bruce, and they <laughs> oh, named the shark awesome. in Finding Nemo after that. So I thought that was kind of cool. Ah, that's a nice dig. That's really good. All right, so you know you brought up 3D. So this mm-hmm. wasn't the next one I was gonna play, but I was like, this is fate. So you'll you'll appreciate this one. I hope this is uh, one of my favorite tracks from one of my favorite series. Let me just go ahead and play it first. So let me send you the link. <laughs> What do you think of this one? I love this movie. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to I say. I do too. I do too. And just listen to this. I mean, this is like this beat. Got this almost disco-y vibe to it. That drum. And I'm not sure what noise that is there, but it's totally <laughs> that 80s kind of Casio It's It's very synth kind mood. of synth. And that bass. Yeah. Very synth. I want to bob my head and dance. And get hit in the eye with a, what was it, a harpoon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So pop quiz for you, Hosehead. Okay. What was the name of the character in this movie that Jason gets his mask from? Shelly. Very good. I love Shelly. Okay, now I got a question for you. Oh, lay it on me. Uh, what famous comedian played Shelly? Oh, I, I didn't know. Uh, Jeffrey Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeffrey Ross. That was like one of his first acting gigs. Uh, it was Jeffrey Ross. He was the comedian. I, should I know that name? Is that is, is he a pretty well known guy? He's kind of he's kind of really good, like the the roasts. He does a lot of the roasts. Like he's mm-hmm. the guy that's like the head writer on a lot of those roasts and the head joke teller. Oh, 
Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, like, he was apparently like a child actor before he got into comedy. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, man. This this was a this was a great film. Underrated Friday the 13th film. I just love the music in this one. I love all the cheesy 3D effects. The uh the snake coming out at the at the screen and you can kind of see the string of the snake <laughs> at the beginning. It, it it's kind oh, of cheesy great. in all the right ways. Yeah, right. But just I love the melody of this one the, and then the whistling and the Ah. Oh, just perfect. <laughs> just a sign of the time. So this came out in 1982. And it's a good movie, too. It's a great movie. It is. It is. All right, a little, little trivia for you. I had the biggest crush on the lead actress in the third movie. I forget her name. Chris, I think it was. They were all Chris or Chrissy or... Yep. Yep. I think it was a Chrissy in the Friday 13th video game on the NES, too. I think so, yeah. can't remember if she was the fast one or not. I always play as the two that were, like, super-duper fast. Oh, yeah. You and your friends are wow. dead. <laughs> <laughs> you and your friends and your dog are dead. <laughs> Good game. So you're next, Hosehead. All right, so my next one is from a film uh, from 1960, written, or, well, directed by one of the greatest horror directors of the time. Um, I'm trying to think what other... Can I guess? I get. Yeah, you can guess. Psycho? Yeah. Oh, nice. That, that. <laughs> yes. Oh, lay, lay it on us, man. I want to hear that. I always think of the intro scene where the lady's driving in the storm and eventually gets in the shower. But I didn't know, or I didn't see this movie till I was much older. That was me. I hadn't watched it till it was I was much older, and I, I think it would have messed with me if I was a kid because it messed with me when I was an adult. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and Night of Living Dead didn't come out till six, seven years later, so this was terrifying at the time. I'm sure. Just the uh, actual house itself, the the Bates house. And that scene where he turns around, and it's the mother, but it's just the skeleton of the mother yeah. at the very end of the movie. Oh, I still remember that. I'm still thinking how creepy that was. I've always wondered if Friday the 13th borrowed some of that for Jason and his mom's kind of relationship. Oh, I would say, yeah, yeah. Which which I love that. 
Yeah, there's some like parallels there. There, there really are, and you know, you just see that how desperate Jason is for his mom, just like you know Norman Bates was for his mom, and he would literally talk to her just like uh, Jason, uh, or Jason would hear his mother's voice, which I thought that was neat. Yeah. Awesome, man! Great pick. You got some icons well, on thank yours. You. Uh, this, this, the next one I've got, not going to be as well known though. <laughs> Okay, good, good, because mine definitely isn't either. So, mine comes from a movie that I remember uh, running from Blockbuster, and I had seen the first movie, and the first movie scared the daylights out of me. Absolutely scared the daylights out of me. And the funny thing was, there wasn't another sequel made for it for several years. So, finally, I saw it at Blockbuster. I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and rent this. This looks really cool cannot believe my dad would actually rent me <laughs> let me rent these things i take it home and i don't know what to think of it because it's weird and it's a lot more comedic and it's not near as scary and almost kind of hokey in some ways but because it was so comedic in a weird way that kind of made it scary too <laughs> in no strange way this is the movie i'm referring to is texas chainsaw massacre 2 have you ever seen this one Jose? I'm, I've wanted to watch the second one, but I've heard it is just so different from the first one. I've kind of been like, I don't know, I really like the first one. Oh, yeah, it is ridiculously different. But I think, I want to say that the, the sheriff that was in the first movie is in the second movie. Of course, uh, what's his name? Leatherhead, he's, he's in it, but he's a lot more comedic, I, guess, I think. Yeah, I've heard that it was a lot more horror comedy than... Like, just straight up scare the pants off of you type movie. Yeah, yeah. It reminds you of The Evil Dead 2 in, in a lot of ways. Um, but somehow, I still like the movie and some of the, the soundtracks. So this one here is called White Knight. I've been looking for this song forever because I always remember the scene where this guy gets his head like half cut off during this scene. And the song's playing. And I remember thinking as a kid, ah, oh, the song's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so anyways, I finally found it on YouTube. So I'm sending that to you right now. And here we go. All this right. is White Knight by... Uh, White Knight by Torch Song. Red River Rock and Roll Request Line. This is Stretch. On an open request line on K. Oakland, Burke Burnett, Texas, Red River Rock and Roll from the tip top of the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. Yeah. 
got this guitar that sounds slightly out of tune, but for some reason it, it works. Honestly, it doesn't even really sound like a scary song, except for the weird guitar in, yeah. in the track, so. Mm. Bob my head. Girl's got a good voice, too. Yeah, you wouldn't expect this to be in a scary movie. No, you wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I like this part. All right, so that is White Knight by Torch Song. So there's an obscure one for you, but thought that weird movie, weird song, but ah, it's been an earworm for years, man. It's been stuck in my my subconscious for a long time. Nice. I liked that. That was very... uh... This is very upbeat. I liked that. I was kind of getting down. I was shaking it. <laughs> Shake it, baby. <laughs> All right. So my next song is, it's, I don't think it's ever been used in a movie. Oh. It was released in 94. It's kind of a alternative kind of early, early mid nineties kind of grungy alternative style rock song. And it's by a band, and I would have never have listened to this song or heard about it if my wife hadn't told me. And she's like, just listen to the lyrics of this. Just listen to the lyrics of this. Is this not creepy? And it really huh. is. It's, it's really kind of a creepy song, and people have like debated the lyrics for years. And nobody can ever come, with a, come up with like a straight-up song. The song is called Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Decide to walk with me Around the lake tonight Around the lake tonight By my side By my side Lyrics make it sound like it's about a man who lures girls at a summer camp behind the boathouse to kill them. Oh, dear Lord. But, like, people say, well, it means this, or it could mean that. I went ahead. I sent you the link to it, but just listen to it. I mean, it's it's a really cool kind of upbeat kind of grunge song, but then it's, yeah. you start listening to the lyrics, and like, man, this is messed up. Yeah, sometimes when you when you hear a song that's just upbeat like that, it's deceptive. You're like, oh, this is catchy. 
But then when you listen to the lyrics, like, oh my gosh, this is really dark, which somehow makes the, the song even scarier. Yeah. I think this is one of those. Ooh, Possum Kingdom. I've never heard. So this is not for any kind of movie? This isn't for any kind of movie. They This was just off of their uh, one of their albums. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah, and the video doesn't like doesn't like you know creepy out or anything either right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah look at that body dragging i know oh yes i never really paid attention to the lyrics to this song but this was popular i remember this one yeah if i've got the closed captioning on so i can read the lyrics to it too yeah me too ah so what's this 90s i'm assuming this was 90s yep 94 94 Wow. I don't want to know about the dark secret, eh? That's where people think that, yeah, that I'm not going to be a gentleman and show you my dark secret. People think that's where he's getting ready to kill the girl. Oh, dear Lord. Wow. Yikes. So yeah. Lori picked that one out. Yeah, she said, won't you do that one? And I'm like, I'm like, you mean the Possum Kingdom <laughs> song? She's like, yeah. She's like, dude, that's a great one. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is a great one. <laughs> Because we always listen to this one around Halloween because it skeeves us both out. You'll stay as beautiful. Oof. Ew, man. That is creepy. Oh, good pick, man. Well, I, I've got a uh, palate cleanser for you. Okay. After that one, that one's a dark one. But this is a year later. Kind of scary. Oof, that was good. That was good. That was a different change in genre there. We had a little bit of grunge, but boy. Now I'll never hear that song the same way again. I want to know what people... I want to know if our listeners think he's talking about killing his girlfriend and her being beautiful and young forever along with the video i mean what do you what do you guys think i mean i've heard people say no no he's he's just being poetic or no that's not what that is i don't want to know what you guys think (laughs) i know that video sure doesn't seem like he's being poetic (laughs) no the video makes it seem like he took her out behind the boathouse and he just absolutely killed her (laughs) yeah yeah no kidding you just see this this bag floating in the in the river so or the the lake so oof creepy so okay so fast forward one year so this is the year 1995 and oh by the way i have to give a huge shout out to one of my favorite podcasts it's called the purple stuff podcast hosted by sludge central and um dinosaur dracula love those i love dinosaur dracula oh me too me too i follow all his stuff always have for years i love his stuff oh yeah he's like the retro king i think of Early influences on the Retro Junkies were the Retro League, uh, Retro Gaming Podcast, and Dinosaur Dracula. Those two, way back more than 10 years ago, I was I was following their stuff and listening to their show. Um, but anyways, he had discovered another song from this cassette. Uh, so I was like, well, I don't want to rip him off. <laughs> so I'm going to pick <laughs> the other song that's on the cassette that I did not know anything about. But this is from 1995. It's nice, upbeat, silly sing-along. <laughs> from McDonald's. <laughs> what am I gonna be for Halloween? Gonna dress up, but gee, I can't decide. Should I be something frightful or something more delightful? Make people laugh or make them run and hide? I could be scary or merry or the silliest thing they've seen. Oh, what am I gonna be for Halloween? Hey, how about a chicken that goes beep, beep? 
Maybe I should dress like little Bo Peep sheep. Should I be red So this is Ronald McDonald's not knowing what he needs to wear for Halloween. So what am I gonna wear for what am I gonna be for Halloween? There we go. Superhero. Man, that Ronald. What am I gonna be for Did you ever uh, hear this one, Hosehead? I don't think I ever heard this one. Oh my gosh, there's there's a couple different tracks on this one. There's one with Ronald McDonald singing, and then there's one with Grimace. The one uh, with Grimace is, I like to scare myself. <laughs> and then the Ronald McDonald one is just where he's trying to figure out what costume he puts on. And then the rest of the cassette is just nothing but Halloween stuff. I was just getting down to the silly sing-along. It's catchy, and, and as I was saying, you know, with uh, all the McDonald's characters, especially back then, that were a lot more popular and... and uh, if you put like just a little bit of a negative, creepy spin on each one of those characters, ooh, they could they could be really terrifying. Dude, Grimace is scary. I know. If I were to see him in real life, could you imagine like, him just away. staring staring through your window? Ooh, ooh, creepy. You gonna eat that hamburger? Go away, Grimace. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. Get out of here, Grimace. Get out of get out of here, Grimace. Oh, you've had you've had enough hamburgers as it is. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for body shaming me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, folks. We uh, just body shamed Grimace on this show. <laughs> I told you right. I can't live up to your standard of beauty. <laughs> oh man, this show just got dark and deep real quick. <laughs> real quick. So that is our silly sing along McDonald's cassette from uh, 1995. If anyone had this, please email in uh, and let us know. You know, was this uh, something that really uh, stood out to you in your childhood? Did you really rock this in your gear Walkman? Let let us know. We'd love to hear from you because I never knew this existed until I listened to. I Purple didn't Stuff either till you till you told me about it. I didn't know about this. Yeah, oh, it's great stuff. So I had to, I had to kind of you know change it up since we had some darker stuff there. So that was good. That was a good palate cleanser. <laughs> Absolutely. So what about you, Jose? You got another one? I got another one. Uh, this one is from one of my favorite TV shows as a kid. It was. It's an older show. It's 1964 uh, television show. And it oh, is wow. one of my favorite, like, old school, old sitcoms ever. Oh, yeah. This this is a good one. All 44 seconds of it. Yes. Oh, I gotta love that Munster's house. The guy that played Herman Munster, you wanna know? Uh-huh. You wanna know something cool about him? He what? was the guy in uh, Pet Cemetery, the farmer guy. Oh, okay, I could see that. Yes. That, that was him. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, you don't want to go over there. <laughs> I always like Grandpa. <laughs> Me too. Me too. You know, this show wasn't on very long, was it? No, it wasn't. My question is, though, how did a Frankenstein monster, and I guess his, I guess Lily was a vampire, how did they have a Wolfman boy? <laughs> that is a great question. I mean, I'm no monster geneticist, but you would think it would be a like a vampire Frankenstein or a really yeah. big, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe he was adopted and he never knew? Could be. Maybe they were going to put that in the next season and, you know, we just, we'll never know. 
we'll never know who who Eddie's dad really was. It was uh, I wanted some but, fan you know. fiction about that. Yeah, it, sure, sure. Oh, I'm sure, dude. There's fan fiction about everything. <laughs> All right, man. So the, this next one is a video game pick, and this is actually my last pick. I wanted to get two video game tracks in, and I just ran out of time. So unfortunately, this is my last one for today. But this one here is a special one to me because you actually introduced me to this game and to the series. Oh. And I still specifically remember it was a stormy day, um, and I think it was – I don't think it was the same day that you broke your arm or, or rebroke your arm. But it was cl- – actually, no, I think it was. You remember the same day that uh, we were, <laughs> were fake wrestling, right? And then you you were jumping off the, the uh, top of the stairs. Yeah, you dropped the elbow on me at church <laughs> of all places <laughs> uh, because we used to play hockey over there. And then we were just goofing off. You dropped the elbow on me. You re-injure your arm. Uh, you come back to my house. You're like, man, my arm's really hurt. My mom made you some steak. And then I think after that we played some, some video games. Uh, yeah, and- I remember that. Yeah, and then it starts storming real bad. Then eventually you had to go, and I think you had burnt me a disc of a bunch of games emulated on it, and you showed me one of them. Anyways, finally, I'll just go ahead and lay it out there. It was Splatterhouse 3. Never Ooh, played it before. Yeah. You're like, you know what? You go ahead and play. I think I'm going to have to go home and you know maybe get this looked at. So you go home. I find out a little bit later that you went back to the hospital with your dad took you, and I was playing Splatterhouse here uh, at my house. So... That's such a good creepy game. Sure is, yeah. Splatterhouse three. So my first track, or my track here, is the very first track in the game. It is the intro scene from Splatterhouse. So. Sega did this theme justice, I feel like, with the, the instruments on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just like that. Now, you didn't play these growing up, did you? No, I didn't. I, I could never find them around here. Like, I didn't know this game existed until I got older. Yeah, I didn't either. And I never, I'll never forget seeing it going, oh my gosh, how'd they get away with this? Because this makes Mortal Kombat look like... I don't know. Barney's Hide and Seek. Barney's Hide... That's your favorite game, Barney's Hide and Seek. No, no way. That was yours. I saw you playing it the other day. Whatever. 
God. I was playing. Uh, I was playing a mama game. See this part here. You know the shift here almost sounds melodic. Sounds nice. Almost has a Castlevania vibe too. You know it's going to be a good game when the dude's got like a double-sided battle axe with no shirt on, getting ready to kill a big creature behind a door. I know. I mean, just look at that box art. Beautiful. That's. It's that was. Those were always creepy games. Like those games always skeeved me out for some reason. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, just the idea of the mask possessing you like that. Oh, it was great. You had to use that to save the girl. Go figure. Yeah, like he didn't want to be possessed, but he didn't have any other choice. Yeah, great, great game. I always thought the gameplay in the, the third one was better than the second one. I thought it, I thought Rick was a little clunky in the second one. Yeah, like his his jumping was a little off. But I thought in the third one the the beat em up mechanics were a little bit better. But the, great game. and the third one had the like time mechanics too. Like if you didn't save the boy in a certain amount of time, he would become possessed. And then if you didn't save the wife in a certain amount of time, she would become possessed. You mm. could do like where you save the boy, but you let the wife die or you save the wife and let the boy die. And it gave like, you had a bunch of different endings on it too, just depending on who you saved and who you rescued in time. That's cool. And I think you could even backtrack in that game. Couldn't you? I think you could. Yeah. Like once you like cleared all the guys out of a room in the house, you could go back. Oh, man. I think that was the first one that did that. So, yeah. That was actually the first one I played. Then I went back and played the second and then the original. Uh, and I've not, I've not played anything past three, I don't think. But uh, really, really enjoyed three. I never replayed the the remake that they tried to do. Was it for PlayStation 2 that they tried to do that or PlayStation 3? Yeah, yeah. It looks cool. I remember seeing the box art going, oh, I want that game, but never did I remember play thinking, it. man, that, that might be pretty fun. But I read that the gameplay on it was horrible. Like the controls were bad. The beat-em-up mechanics were bad. And I'm like, so it's just kind of like blood and guts with no substance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, which usually I'd be okay with. <laughs> usually I'm okay with that. But I want a little bit more out of my, my slasher and killer games. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah, that always makes, uh, makes me think of you, too. Because you, I, I don't know if you remember, but. You kind of exposed me to emulation. I never knew that that was even a thing until I met you and I saw all the games that you were playing. I was like, how are you playing all these? No, like, oh, it's yeah, magic. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> I used to get busted in Computers 3 for burning discs for people in there. <laughs> Got in so much trouble for that. They're like, you know, you can't do that. And I'm like, I didn't know I own all these games. Like, maybe <laughs> you need a copy of this, too. I think I remember I tried paying off my, my Computer 3 teacher with a copy of Marvel vs. Capcom. I'm like, I got Marvel vs. Capcom in the main <laughs> emulator on this disc right here. It's a great game. Yes, I remember you playing that. I remember your, at your house, the desk was right by your uh, front door of your house, and I remember just sitting next to you playing or watching you play Marvel vs. Capcom. going, This is so cool. Yeah. That was a cool game. That was such a good yeah. game. Yeah, instead of us going to class, eh, we were hosers. Yeah, we, we laid out a class. We'd go to pawn shops and pool halls and play some tech and tag. I remember we used to play tech and tag. Like, we'd cut out a class and, like, our buddies would already be there. And, you know, Lynn would be like, hey, guys, what's up? We're like, dude, what are you doing here? Oh, I got out of welding about 30 minutes ago. I've just been down here shooting some pool. Yeah, Casey would be there, too. He, he'd live there. <laughs> he did. Like, he'd be like, Casey, did you even come to school today? Nah, I stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up 30 minutes ago. <laughs> he was playing uh, KOTOR all night, eh? Yeah, he was. Man, KOTOR was his... I think that was when he first had a girlfriend, and you know you know how you are when you first have a girlfriend. All right, good deal, Hoser. So do you have any more video game picks? Yeah, one chance? more one more video game one, and this one's probably from one of our favorite series ever. I know it's one of mine. I wish they would bring it back, but 
with the state of the company, I don't know if it'll ever come back, but they're they're kind of re-releasing some of their older stuff, and I think they need to release a collection uh, of this game. SNES version of this. Nice. I like that. I always, I always thought the SNES version of that was so cool. Yes. And look at that box art. Oh my gosh. That was just an all-around like awesome game. I agree. Would you would you say that Craftsmania 4 was the greatest Craftsmania game ever made? Like, or at least as far as the platforming style? Of the classics, it's a tie between it and number three. Oh yeah. Because number three was really pushing the the limits of the Nintendo, but also I love the fact that you could kind of interchange between your characters. Yeah. You had what? Grant, Sypha, and... Uh, Alucard. Alucard, yes! Ah, oh, this is a classic, man. Good pick. You know, Bloodlines on uh, Genesis is also in that contention of those top platformers, because that one was really good. Yes, it was. Speaking of gore, really remind you of Splatterhouse in some ways, yeah. Like... Somebody said when they made that for Sega, like Sega's like, yeah, you can make it as bloody and gory as you want to. And Konami's like, okay, yeah. we can do that. <laughs> Which I totally see it. I remember getting that game um, late in the 90s. It was right around the time that Parasite Eve came out. Um, I saw that at, at Funko Land in the mall. I was like, oh, I want that too. So I uh, got it for Christmas. And I remember playing the first stage. And as soon as you whip the first bosses or the first enemies, they kind of splatter on the ground. That was cool. Do it again. Usually they just <laughs> yeah, usually they just burst into flames. Oh, but you know, you, you got me to thinking you can also throw in the Dracula X Rondo of Blood into the side scrolling yes. platformers too. And speaking of great music, that one's got a great soundtrack. That one's really good. It's the only thing I don't like is the original of that came out on the TurboGrafx C D in Japan only. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that would have been a I feel like that one would have done really well in English. Now, the TurboGrafx yeah. CD didn't really do so well, but, like, you could re-release that and people would buy that, like, on a collection, the, like, have it translated, but still have the same everything. Yeah. They did do that. Yeah, they did. Um, I think they brought it back on the Switch. Uh, you can get the, it's Rondo of Blood and, I think, Symphony of the Night, but it's the original Rondo of Blood. Um, oh, nice. And... Oh my goodness, the soundtrack on it is is incredible. Now I've got uh, the on that. for the one for Switch, I've got the Circle of the Moon. Uh what's the other two that come with that one? It was the Game Boy ones. Oh yeah, the Game Boy collection, the Game Boy Advance yeah, I've one. Got that. Circle of the Moon, Aria of Sorrow, I think that's one of them, and then Harmony of Dissonance. It may be it may be that one. I can't remember, but the Circle of the Moon is underrated great. too. Great. Circle game. of the Moon's great. Oh yeah, I love that one. I think one. we've just turned this one I really... into like Castlevania talk now. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's another one too. It was a sequel to Bloodlines called Portrait of Ruin. I loved that game. I thought it was, was great. That the one that had the you could switch between the guy who could like do the physical attacks and the girl that could do the magic. Yes. I remember yes. that one. That one was cool. That was a good one. Yeah, I think that was the DS game. Um, but oh, that that was a great one. I, plus, I just like that timeline. You had to draw the seals for the 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 fights. Yes. Yeah, that one. That one was cool. Yeah, there's a lot of underrated ones on those portables, man. But uh, good pick, and I think that's probably the most well-known Castlevania song yet. I love that you picked the SNES version instead of the uh, Simon's Quest version because hearing all the instruments in it, it's just gosh, it's the, very atmospheric. I, I like the great. Super Nintendo version because it has that slowdown to like mm-hmm. almost a dead stop, and then it picks back up again with the theme. Yes, yes, I, I, that was an excellent pick, man. Well, cool. Hey, look at that. Okay, so if you could pick one from my list that is your personal favorite and tell us why, um, go for it, and I'll do the same for you. Okay, I am going to pick from your list um, the Werewolf song because it was ah! it was just something I wasn't expecting, and it was just so upbeat, and it's like, okay. <laughs> Mr. Werewolf. <clears throat> this kind of this makes me not afraid to turn into a werewolf anymore. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and the reason I, I chose that, I love werewolves. If I had to pick one type of um, uh, monster I love, it's it's the werewolf. And my favorite, probably my favorite horror movie of all time, and it's the only one my wife will actually watch with me because she hates horror movies, is American Werewolf in London. I love that movie. Oh, that is a good movie. Oh, my gosh. It's it's so, such a weird movie to pinpoint it's the odd. genre. It's very odd. Yeah, it's very yeah. not your traditional scary horror werewolfy movie. Yeah, it, there's a lot of comedy in it, but then there are some gruesome scenes in it that you're like, "Wow!" And then it's almost sad at the end. It's one of that's just one of my favorites. I watch it every year. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you picked that one. Yeah, I'm Mr. surprised. Mr. Werewolf's a good one. I like that. I thought you were gonna go with the Friday Thirteenth one. I do like the Friday the Thirteenth one. Don't don't get me <laughs> wrong, but like I like that because it kind of took me by surprise. I'm like, oh okay, this is awesome. <laughs> All right, so uh, refresh my memory. So you had I had Jaws. Um, Jaws. Had mm-hmm. Psycho. Mm-hmm. Had uh, Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Ooh, yeah. The Monsters, and then the Castlevania Bloody Tears. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to go... <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with this one because it surprised me, too, is the uh, Glorious Pick. What the was po- the name of that song uh, again? Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Yeah, just it's not necessarily like a Halloween song, but, but it is a dark. dark song. Yes, uh, that... It's deceptive because I remember bobbing my head going, yeah, yeah, song rocks. It's kind of no like, idea what it was about. It's one of them that gives you the creep factor, like your skin kind of crawls after you listen to the words. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no, he's, he's, he's talking about killing that girl. <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, uh, as far as um, if, if you could pick one of your own tracks that's your favorite, which one would you pick out of the ones you did this, this time? Uh, if I could pick one out of my own that was my favorite. Oh, uh, let me think. That's a good one because I had, I liked all those that I picked. I would probably go as far as like getting kind of in a scary horror, scary kind of movie mood. Probably the Jaws theme just because I associate that with dread and man, something bad's going to happen kind of feeling coming on. And just because that was like one of the first quote-unquote scary movies that I watched as a kid was Jaws. 
Oh, man. That one will stick with you, too, man. Excellent pick. And for me, I'd probably go with the White Knight song just because I remember looking for it. <laughs> uh, I remember listening as a probably preteen, maybe early teenager, going through the credits and stuff, trying to find out the track name. Finally found it. I was like, oh, okay, it's White Knight. And this is before we had internet, so I'm looking everywhere in the music stores to try to find Torch Song, whoever they are, to find just <laughs> that one song. And I couldn't find it. So many, many years later, here we are in 2022. I just Google search it. It's on YouTube. Find the track. This is it. I finally found it. <laughs> so, Technology's great. It sure is, buddy. It, it's amazing. So, But I'll tell you what's not great is, is Stan's putting the polka back on. So we better oh, get out of here. We better get out of here. This place is going to. All the chickies are going to run away now. I know he just he just opened this place. He's gonna run them all off. Jeez, what a hoser! But uh, but yeah, man. So we wanted to keep this episode kind of short and sweet, kind of get in the spooky kind of vibe here. But this is the first of hopefully at least a couple of Halloween episodes we we plan on doing. So Landon and I, we haven't really discussed anything we're gonna do just yet, but we'll probably turn out at least one more, maybe two more spooky episodes before before Halloween. So we'll we'll be in talks about that and and see what we want to do, but. Um, if you have any spooky recommendations, some random songs, some iconic songs you want to share that would be on your spooky playlist, please let us know, and uh, we would be sure to, you know, name drop them on the next episode. Maybe even play a couple of them if uh, we're legally allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, with that, Hosehead, uh, before we get out of here, man, any last uh, last minute things you want to want to add to our spooky song episode? No, just a, this was this was fun. This was a fun little breaking in getting ready for halloween kind of episode and i'm i'm excited about what we got coming up me too man i want to do more of these maybe make this a yearly tradition kind of like the purple stuff dudes do so i think it'd be a good idea heck yeah it'd be fun yeah all right well guys well thank you so much for listening if you want to check us out uh, our email address is trj super show at gmail.com you can always send us an email we'd love to hear from you also please join our discord i'll add a new invite link in the show notes this week so you can uh, join the fun as we talk about all things retro and um, if you ever want to give us a call on our hoser hotline our number is 865-309-4875 as always guys a five-star rating on itunes or on spotify really does help the show i think we finally figured it out Lynn and i have we we never really had a big audience but since our comeback we've noticed like our numbers are not we they're surprisingly low and i think i know why it's not just because we're hacks <laughs> it's because uh, no it's, it's, because, it's, it's totally because we're hacks hey honestly you know what it's probably like 90 10 yeah 90 percent of it's we're hacks <laughs> but the 10 percent the 10 percent <laughs> is that uh i there's our old retro junkies feed still exists on apple itunes and i think some people just don't know that we we have a new feed and that old feed you know hasn't been updated since 2019 but yeah this if, if you're listening to the show you already know that so <laughs> please uh just give us a rating on either apple or spotify it really does help the show and spread the word about the show we I think definitely want to find too. google podcast i think we're on all those um and I'll tell you off the air, but I think I may have got the thing fixed with the old Retro Junkies uh, RSS did? feed. Wow. Fantastic. Thank you so much for doing that, man. I appreciate it. Well, cool. Well, all right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this was a blast there, Hosehead. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We should we should uh, get out of this uh, roller rink before he plays some more polka songs. And uh, I know I'm about to break uh, my accordion out. 
<laughs> That's right. So let's let's go grab some wings. And uh, guys, we thank you again. And here's to hoping you all have a good day and good gaming. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Ooh, have a spooky rest of your September. They, they do some pretty good stuff, like the most recent one. And they do Old Beavis and Old Butthead. Oh, really? Yeah, like, you know in the movie where the alternate dimension, Smart Beavis and Smart Butthead, they show up before the episode and they're like, you're fixing to watch an episode where we see the Beavis and Butthead who didn't go into the alternate timeline. <laughs> and, it, and, like, they're old. And, like, <laughs> Butthead's fat and, like, smokes and drinks all the time and... <laughs> Beavis is like real skinny and has like big glasses. That's like, oh man, they didn't age well. <laughs> no, they, they didn't. They uh, those are pretty good. Um, they did they did one here a little bit ago that was kind of dark. Like it ended where you think Beavis and Butthead are dead. Was the ending of the episode? Ooh, was it a Halloween episode? They uh, no, it wasn't a Halloween episode. Ah. They so they set the way they set it up is there's a school dance, and one of their classmates is like, are you guys going to the dance? And Beavis and Butthead go, uh, no, we're going to stay home and, and kick, you know, and, and drink beer. And they're like, yeah, we're going to sit around and drink beer and kick out. And, uh, <laughs> Beavis, and Be- Beavis is like, uh, Butthead, we don't have any beer, do we? And he goes, no, Beavis. He goes, and we're not going to kick anybody, are we? And he goes, probably not. He's like, so we just <laughs> lied to that guy. <laughs> and, like, they're hanging out at mis- behind Mr. Anderson's house, and there's a grasshopper. And Butthead's like, well, we can't be total liars. Beavis, go kick out Grasshopper's butt. And, like, Beavis kicks the Grasshopper, and then it starts, like, attacking him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he bit me in the face! He bit me in the face! (laughs) Mr. Anderson walks over, and he's like, boys having pest problems, huh? Well, I got some of the good stuff that they won't sell you in America anymore. Had to go down to Mexico to buy it. And, like, in the back of his truck is, like, a, like, five-gallon barrel of, like, DDT. The, like... (laughs) stuff that they used in like Vietnam and all those other wars to like kill plants and it kills everything it touches. Oh, it's like that Paris Green stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'll go get you boys a container to put it in and you can uh, you can take what you need to take care of your bug problem. And they're trying to figure out what it is and <laughs> they look at the Spanish side of the of the directions and Butthead goes uh it's something in Spanish and there's a picture of a fly whoa it's Spanish fly Beavis <laughs> and he's like Beavis is like you know what we should do we should do a good deed we should take the Spanish fly to the dance and that way everybody will score <laughs> and they take it to the dance and they put it in the punch bowl and you're like oh no they're oh gonna, my god they're gonna kill everybody at the dance well they're sitting there and Beavis is like, uh, butthead? Uh, so, you know, like, if all these other people drink all the, you know, Spanish fly, what's going to be left for us? And he goes, oh, that's a good point, Beavis. And he's like, well, I'll just take a little sip. And they, like, start sipping the poison. And then they're like, wait a minute, you took more than me. I get another cup. And then they end up drinking the whole punch bowl of it. (laughs) It's good. And Beavis is like, oh, man, doing good deeds really sucks. It hurts. (laughs) (laughs) 
He blows his kidneys oh, up in one great. of them. It's when he's old Beavis, he blows his kidneys up, and the only other person that can loan him a kidney is Stuart. Stuart? You get like to see old Stuart. Stuart. Yeah, you get to see old Stuart. <laughs> Does he still wear the winger shirt? He does under a business coat. <gasps> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and he's balding, too. He's got like a Hulk Hogan halo of hair. <laughs> oh, I got to really watch those, man. I, I haven't seen any since the movie. Uh, but I was like, I, I know I'm going to like it. I know I will. They're all like, there's not been a bad one of the new episodes. The virtual reality one's pretty good. They find like glasses at the mall and think they're VR goggles and think they're in a video game. <laughs> And they start jumping out in front of cars. They're like, this level sucks. And the butthead's like, well, you know what you do when you get on a level you can't beat? You kill yourself and start over again. And they start jumping out in front of cars in the parking lot. Oh, gosh, I love it. That's great. Well, you don't know that uh, you might not be aware that we have white privilege. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't know about it either until just a few minutes ago. <laughs> Excuse me, oh, white privilege. God. That's okay. We didn't know either. <laughs> The, the new series is in line with the new movie. Oh, like, humor-wise well, and writing-wise. I thought the new movie was great, so I'm like, I, I'm going to love the new series. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Well, I was thinking <laughs> we could make this one short and sweet. Uh, I was thinking, um, okay. you know, what we could do is we could probably even share the links to the songs probably right on here. But if you prefer it on Anchor or whatever, or not Anchor, um, Discord, um, we could do it there, too. doesn't matter. And... Like, we could do, like, here's our pick and the reason why we picked it, and then maybe have the other person, like, listen to the first maybe 30 seconds of it. Uh, and then, like, during okay. during that time, or um, I guess, like, we'll record that way, and then when I go to edit it, I can just edit in the song kind of over our thoughts for the music. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking we could even, if you wanted, maybe wing a small skit where we're maybe decorating at the arcade, and then we decide to go to Stan's new roller rink. Uh, he's, got his own, he's got his own roller rink, but he, all he does is play polka songs, and then we, we choose some Halloween songs man, for him. Polka, uh, man, I'm going to Stan's. That's the scariest mu- music of all, Stan's polka music. <laughs> well, he's really big in Sheboygan. Very big in Sheboygan. Yeah. <laughs> the Kenosha Kickers. Yeah. Polka, polka, polka. polka. No, polka, never heard of that? Yeah, uh, I heard that whole scene was improv. Polka? I heard that, too. I heard he'd been up like going on like 20-something hours straight because he was shooting another movie. Oh, my God. And he came in, and he just improv that with... uh, With uh, Catherine O'Hara? Lydia Dietz's mom, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stepmom, sorry. We watched Beetlejuice last night. That's a good one. That's a great movie. That is. I hadn't seen it in a long time. It's got a pretty big cast in it, from what I remember. It does, yeah. It's got Eric Baldwin. Oh, hello, Eric (laughs) Baldwin. He's the greatest actor of the world. Hello, I'm an actor. I'm Eric Baldwin. I can't out-act Eric Baldwin. <laughs> Every time we see him, me and my wife do that to each other. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 place of cooking, eh? Yeah, that's right, Stan. Oh man, I forgot yeah. what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, Stan. Put that in your yeah, pocket. Get it, it. <laughs> Maybe we could play the first thirty minutes, the thirty uh, seconds, eh? Not thirty minutes. It's too long, eh? Yeah, we don't want to get copyright people on us either. <laughs> ah, we'll blame it on Stan, eh? That's right, like, put it on that Stan guy there. Here we go, Hosehead. Ooh, hello. Yeah, I'll just listen to the first 30 seconds of it. Oh, it's sad, eh? I don't care about a touch of modern. Get out of here. Yeah. T-Mobile? Yeah, get out of here. What's the matter, Terrence? Did you fall? <laughs>